tonight uh, we're going to talk about this uh, um, revering over rest and not the rest that you think I'm going to talk about, not the rest that you think you need, but biblical rest. Yes? This will be fun for us. Not, I need more hours of sleep, but I need more hours with Jesus. I don't know what they're talking about, but I liked what you were talking about. I don't even think they could tell you what you just said. Nope. Nope. Ashamed. I don't think you could repeat it. it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> so this uh, this week is uh, called "In the Quiet." Um, is the title of this thing? Oh, sorry, Doug. And uh, I want to talk about uh, stories in the Bible, or actually, yeah, different kind of different spots in the Bible where Jesus modeled to us rest and what it looks like, um, and. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to go into like a sub-series, a part of the sacred series um, of like coming through stories. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like uh, we'll talk about stories in the Bible where like people kind of stood out and positioned themselves so that they had encounter. You know, like we might talk about Zacchaeus, you know. If you've been around, I, I'm kind of obsessed with the Zacchaeus story where he is a short guy, so he climbs up into a tree so he can see Jesus, so he can get in front of Jesus. Um, and then Jesus calls him down and goes and dines with him at his home, right? Yep. So just people who, like, go out of their way, you know, go out of their way for the Lord. Um, and tonight there's going to be a little bit of that, so I don't know. We'll see where we're headed. Um, and yeah, and guys, this has been on my heart all week. Ready? It's not profound or anything. Okay. So don't even like focus on your pen, but, uh, I want to make sure that we are still inviting to this place. Um, this is not a country club. Um, there was a time at the home where, uh, every week we were meeting somebody new. And I, I want that back. Okay? Uh, and don't do it for me, you know? Do it for that person. You know, obviously, you want to be here for a reason. Tell them about that reason. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, we're not doing anything special here. You know, we're just seeking the Father's heart. That's all we're doing. Okay? So, um, I don't want this to turn into, this is just a ministry for us. Okay? I really want to encourage you guys to invite more. All right, um, and don't be afraid of it. We're not that weird, right? Right, Maddie? We're not too weird. I'm kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah. So that's all. All right. I don't want the home just to be a place for us. Okay. I want it to be a place for everybody. Cool. So invite, invite, invite. Cool. Reach. Reach out. Um, even if that person goes to church every single Sunday, <laughs> invite them. And if they go to church six times a week, invite them. Okay? Um, I'm not saying that we have special juju or anything, but the Lord's paying a lot of attention to us right now. And, and that, Okay? Is that okay for me to say? I think it's fine for me to say, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. I probably will edit that out. <laughs> Just joking, I'm not. Now I can't. <laughs> cool. So. <laughs> so tonight's called In the Quiet, all right? Um, I will get excited, so don't worry. Just kind of a mellow, mellow mood to start this out. Had a weird day at work. It's okay. Ready? Um, 
I actually have a lot of notes tonight, so bear with me. It's been a while. I was asking the Lord what He wanted me to preach on this week, and uh, He He made me think of all right, what are what are what are what are the people struggling with? What's everybody struggling with? Kind of thing, right? When I talk to somebody, when I introduce myself to somebody, I ask them how they're doing, and they either say, getting by, I'm tired, or I can't wait for the weekend. Right? Yeah. Every single homeowner I came into contact today, every single client I came into contact today, they said, I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait until I get to not work. I can't wait until I get to rest. I can't wait, you know? You guys feel the same way probably, yes? I can't wait until I get to rest. I don't get to rest this weekend. I don't have any time for this rest for this weekend. And I say quote-unquote rest because I'm going to redefine rest in your mind tonight. Okay? It's going to be, I don't know, I'm kind of on this mission to redefine words in, in your guys' minds. Um, not in a creepy, weird way but just in a biblical sense of what rest really means instead of I need I need rest to go to sleep I'm not getting enough rest at night no I you should be saying this listen to this I'm not getting enough rest in the morning that's what we need to be positioned on our heart in you understand what I'm saying only true rest is from the Lord I can manifest and make up my own rest Right? I might find an outlet in my life. My outlet right now is 2K19. It's 19, yes? Yes. 2K19, and that's my outlet. That's where I, I run to kind of blow off some steam. Okay? Uh, not good. Not good. It's not a good practice that I'm putting into place in my life right now. What I should be doing is the Lord. Spending time with the Lord. That's true rest. Okay? So, um, there's my sermon tonight. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> no, but seriously, hey, if you don't listen to anything else the rest of this night, the Lord is true rest. You can always fake something. You can always have a counterfeit something. You can always have a fake, uh, uh, you know, like um, clothes always look better on mannequins. Yeah? They do. Let's come to terms with it. Yeah? Jeez, I wish I feel that clothes as well as a mannequin, you know? They're always tighter on the arms than I get this baggy stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mannequins shred. Mannequins are stronger than me. Shredded. Shredded. They're tighter jeans. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I fill out the bottom half of me. <laughs> what? I'm being funny. Every other church would eat this up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna. I, I want. Uh, I mean, guys, life gets crazy. I get it. I'm not diminishing anything. Okay. Life gets crazy. Life gets hard. Gets busy. Um, and I feel like this all the time. I do. Uh, I've got a busy schedule, just like the rest of you. <laughs> I say that mockingly. Um, and I'm a yes man. I am. I'm a people pleaser, and sometimes I overbook myself, and then I make people upset because I do overbook myself, and then therefore my yes man really gets turned into a, oh my gosh, I'm a frantic man because I really messed this up. I didn't get to that person. I, I um, You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? I want to I want to go to dinner, but then I overbook myself and do something else instead, and then I'm eating dinner at midnight. Right? This is who I am. I always get caught, I get sucked into things, and then I forget about everything else. I do. It happens to me. Anybody resonate with this? Anybody like this? Yeah? But it's funny because I'm like really organized. I pride myself on being organized in, in, my, in my work and what I do, you know? Like if you look through my computer and you need to find my tax stuff, you can find it really easy. If you look through my computer and want to find my sermons, you can find it really, really easy. If you want to find the homes, uh, every everything that the home's ever done, you can find it really, really easy. I'm that kind of person. I like documenting stuff. I am organized. I like stats. 
I really like stats, right? When it comes to my work life, I love tracking how I'm doing. And if I'm not hitting my goals, something's got to change, right? I'm very yeah. driven. Anybody, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, Jaden, a lot of you guys are, um, are very, very driven people know how to get stuff done, right? I want to kind of shift and say, hey, great. I'm glad you're doing that in earth, yes, mm -hmm. but I want you to be that hungry and that organized the way we view God and our relationship with the Lord, okay? And hear me, not in a religious way, okay? Jesus hated religion, yes? Yep. He came down to abolish religion, yes? Mm -hmm. um, when people, uh, my boss, ha was, I was in a meeting uh, last week and he tore down what he thought of God because he has a religious outlook on what... God looks like, yes? Religion has a bad taste in people's mouths, right? Okay. Um, I saw on Facebook the other day that there's a, there's a, there was a room created by some people. Okay, I don't know if you guys stumbled upon this either. I might be late to the punch on this, but um, it's the, Andrew will tell me. It's the quietest room on all the earth. Oh, yeah, I heard this. Nice, yes, cool. A year ago? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've known about that. Quietest room on earth? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's like negative decibels? Yeah, it's negative nine on the decibel meter. And just to put it in perspective, we're probably pushing about 120 in this space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Hey, maybe just settle down. Let me finish my notes. Okay. Uh, you can hear your own blood flowing through your veins in this room. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, you know? Like, that's weird, dude. That's like when you can like feel your uh, like head kind of pulsating because you're. Have you felt that? It's like weird. Like I can't even imagine hearing the blood. Right. Like, like what does that even sound like? And it's hard for me to believe. And I've heard some crazy things. Right. You know, it's hard for me to believe that I could hear my blood flowing through my veins. But in this room, the longest somebody's been been able to last is forty five minutes before they lost their mind and started hallucinating. Just try it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I think that's really sad. We are so overstimulated that we can't slow down. We're so overstimulated that we can't stop, pause, and, and wait. 45 minutes? Let me challenge you some, some, something really quick. You ever spent 45 minutes with the Lord in one sitting? Yeah. Yeah? Might seem like a long time for the Lord. Your thoughts might start to... Right? Might start to go all over the place. But I want to urge you tonight... That we have to spend more time with the Lord. Duh. If you've hung around me at all, that is my biggest passion. It's my biggest passion. Not all, I mean, it's, it's on the top of the list for me to see in other people's lives. is to revere before the Lord. Spend time in His Word. Sit and wait. Journal what He's speaking to you. Slow down. Stop. And let the Lord pour out His divine rest on you. Right? There's no reason. I, I'd like to think that I could last longer than 45 minutes in that room. I think it would be the most amazing time I'd ever have with the Lord. I'd have zero distractions. Mm -hmm. Except the blood. The blood, I think it would make me revere Him even more. Just because we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, this is because of Him. He's giving me life, you know? This is, this is the way it is. If we're not spending time with the Lord, we're missing out on everything that He has in store for us. You understand that? Yeah. Yep. There's only so much that... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, and it got me thinking, you know, about this quiet room, and it, it did convict me at first, you know? 
How long could I be in that room before losing my mind? You know, could I last the 45 minutes? Could I last longer than that? What would I turn into in there? What would happen to me? Or am I, am I, so, am I so distant from silence that I couldn't be in for 45 minutes? Or how long would it take my mind to start racing into what I'm going to do after this? And, you know, sometimes we even do that in this place where, who cares, Lex, wrap up your sermon so we can go eat, right? Wrap up worship so we can get on with this. Why are we in such a hurry? Why are we in such a hurry when it comes to the Lord? We've got to slow down, right? I don't know about you guys, but when, I, when me and Madison were first dating, I had to slow down so that I could completely focus on her. Right? That's a relationship, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes, we obviously made it, so you guys can look up to that a little bit. What? Yeah? yeah? We made it. We're still married almost a year, right? So, the Lord is a relational God. We've got to shut everything down so we can focus on Him. Mm-hmm. I, heard, I heard a preacher say once that um, he, uh, when he's spending time with the Lord, uh, he calls it Satan. Uh, or No, sorry. Uh, when he, I just jumped everything in my mind. Uh, when, he time, when he spends time with the Lord, uh, that he leaves his phone in the other room. Mm-hmm. He calls it Satan, right? Because there's too much stimulation, you know? There's a lot going on. And I, I understand I get it. I have two phones, <laughs> right? They're both buzzing, going off all day long. And can I slow down when I get home and stop? Can I? Can I do that for Madison? Can I do that for the Lord? Can I do that for when we hang out? Can I do that when I'm, when I'm pouring into your life and it's just me and you? Right? How terrible would it be if you... And, and if I were on my phone and you were asking me for advice. Or if your grandma just died and you were coming to me and saying, Hey, I'm really struggling, man. And I was just on my phone. You think the Lord feels that same way? Sometimes. Yeah. When I am, when, when we are focused on the Lord, we can't be divided. Right? If we're divided, our kingdom's divided. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by kingdom is us. We are. Our temple is divided when we are f- not focused on the Lord completely. Yes? Yeah. Do you guys agree with me? Yeah, or are you just saying that you agree with me because it sounds good? No. That ha- you guys have to agree with me on this because this is absolute truth. Mm-hmm. We have to be focused on the Lord completely. Yeah. Right? I've even stopped having worship music going in the back because I get... Because I'm, I'm musically inclined, so I'm like, oh, well, that's a great song, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I've never heard it played that way. Oh my gosh, these, right? Yeah. That's how scattered I am. I have to shut it off. I've got to shut it off. I've got to shut it off, right? Yeah. I leave my phone in the bathroom, and I do my quiet time either in my office or down here in the hospitality room. Just so I don't get distracted, so I can say, Lord, I'm focused on you. Mm-hmm. This time's for you, Lord. Speak, right? You guys ever feel uncomfortable when there's just uh, complete silence in this room and worship is over? Do we feel uncomfortable there? Yeah. I used to. <laughs> we have to shatter that. Mm-hmm. We have to shatter that tonight. It's okay. We're in the presence of the Lord. I'm sorry, but when, I'm, when it's quiet in this space, I'm not really focused on any of you guys. When I'm worshiping, I'm not focused on any of you guys. You know, I'll smirk at you every once in a while because I'm just happy to be worshiping with you, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, it's like the closest thing I can get to heaven so far, mm-hmm. right, is worshiping with my brothers and sisters in Christ. But hey, I'm focused on the Lord. I'm focused on the Lord. Are we the same way? We have to be the same way. Cool? Cool. Let's try something. Yes? Yeah. Pretty quiet, yeah? Yeah. That thing's loud. Yeah. Wish it wasn't. Was it, was it just the heater? It was just the uh, sub. Oh. For two minutes, I want us just to sit in absolute silence. Okay? I just want to try it. We'll be fine. 
We're in this together? Just sh okay, I'm going to time it. Literally time it. You, you can shut your eyes and sit. That's it. Two minutes. Can we do it? Ready? Don't move. Don't rustle. Don't mess with anybody. Get comfortable. Sit still with your eyes shut, with your mouth shut. You fall asleep, you're cheating. Am I allowed to write or no? No. What the heck? What kind of question is that? <laughs> no. What, did you just listen to anything that I just said? Am I allowed to write? No. <laughs> Golly. No. Nope. We're going the whole two minutes. Okay, ready? Quiet. How long did that feel? Not that long. Not that long? Not to me, yeah. We did it. You guys did it. I'll try not to breathe. I know, I can't. How long did it take for your mind to start racing? How long did it take for your mind to start traveling what you're going to do after this? How long did it take? to think about what tomorrow holds, to do this, to do that. How long did it take? You asking? Yeah. Mine didn't wander at all. I was the same, mine didn't agree. What were you guys fixated on? I was wondering what my phone was saying to me. Okay, thanks for being honest. I was just like thinking about like different things the Lord spoke to me. Cool. What else? I don't know, for me, um, it's kind of cool because, like, I you know, I've, I've talked a lot about, like, how in the past my mind is always, like, every time I've closed my eyes, my mind would just start, like, one thing after another. And now I've, now I kind of feel like I've gotten to this point, especially now that we just did this, um, where my mind is, like, almost completely blank. Um, so, yeah, for me it was completely blank. Um, I had this funny picture, but... Cool. What else? Reminded me of my blank slate that I was revealed. Uh, well, I was just, I was just sitting, like, just enjoying the fact that I get to have silence with the Lord, and I was just like wanting to. I was like, well, I want to do this my own time because I know that he he'll want to speak through that, and that'll be awesome. But like, I didn't know if, if it was truth or not when the Lord spoke to me earlier, not today. Um, it was I think it was in the morning when it was last night as well. Where like 
this thought came into my head and it was a judgmental thought, but it was not of the Lord because it was, it was completely like despising. And then as soon as it came, it just wiped away. And then I just remember seeing a blank slate and then it came again in the morning and then it came again now. Just like a blank slate, kind of like how you were talking about how like your mind was full of nothing and I just had a blank slate. Cool. I just felt like I was going deeper and deeper into overwhelming peace. Yeah. You know. Cool. Completely fixed. Yeah. Do you guys know that spending time in in silence with the Lord is a biblical concept? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for years, I just thought it was like this Christian religious kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard find your prayer closet, be quiet before the Lord. You know, be still before the Lord, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, how's your quiet time? You know. That was just like, uh, yeah, cool youth pastor, just you know, get away, you know, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, I'm a doer instead of a sitter. I am. Yeah, completely. I, I, I am, and it's hard for me to be still. It is. I'm gonna be real with you guys. It's hard for me. And not, and not worrying about everything else that has to come after this. Not worrying about, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me, um, but Jesus did it all the time through the Gospels, right? And I want to be more like Jesus. I don't know about you guys, um, but Jesus is perfect theology. Yes? That's good news because he's our Savior. So, um, as you guys know, I've, I've been drilling into your head that religion is bad and Jesus is good. Yes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Here's a little rabbit trail. Jesus doesn't like religion. He can't stand it. He cannot stand it. He called the Pharisees and scribes out all the time. Um, They were consumed in order, and Jesus didn't like it. He cannot put God in this box. Tell him he can only function in this way. Right? That's why we talk about over and over again, what Jesus did, not what Christians do. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys maybe have noticed that. You're attentive. Mm-hmm. Right? Focus on what Jesus did, not what Christians do. Mm-hmm. Yes? And today, again, people are turned off by religion. We, we need to strive to be like Jesus. Um, and I, I want to give you, I, I don't usually preach this way, so just... You know, bear with me. It's just for one week, okay? I'll go back to my normal self. Cool? Um, I, I like to uh, um, look at Jesus and how he demonstrated this kind of, this kind of um, thing to us of just being quiet before the Lord and spending time with the Lord, okay? So, um, number one, at the beginning of his ministry, he's, he went alone, secluded himself. Yes? Okay. Matthew 4, um, 1 through 2, if, you wanna, if you're taking notes. Um, after he got baptized, he went away, secluded himself, and then Satan came along. Yes? Mm-hmm. Um, and started tempting him. Um, application point number one um, is uh, seclusion with the Lord helps resist Satan. Okay? If I am secluded in the Lord, if I am isolated with the Lord, when I come into temptation, it's not going to hinder me. It's not going to mess with me. When I come into circumstances that are not of what I want them to be, I'm going to be able to resist them because they're probably not of the Lord. Yes? Make it quick. I'm already behind. Okay, never mind. Okay. All right. So um, Jesus beat temptation. How? Because Scripture. He was spending time with the Lord over and over and over. Right? He tuned his ear to the Lord's voice. The other, other time, number two, when uh, Jesus kind of secluded himself, was uh, making important decisions. He was quiet, alone with the Lord. Right? Luke um, chapter 6, 12 through 13. Write it down. Look at it in your own time. Okay? Um, and this is right before he picked his 12 disciples. Pretty big uh, decision, yes? Like one of the biggest Right? Who am I going to entrust in this ministry? Who am I going to kind of pass the torch to when I'm dead and gone? 
right? Jesus was concerned with his legacy, right? So Jesus spent time with the Lord when he was making important decisions. The other one is um, when uh, John the Baptist died. He secluded himself, right? John the Baptist was, was martyred because of his faith, was killed because of what he believed in, right? Yeah. So that was Jesus' best friend, right? Yeah. And he went away. Jesus secluded himself. Why? To mourn. Mm. You know, mourning's a biblical concept. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Really is. It's not something we should get stuck in. Mm. But most things are not things we should get stuck in, mm. right? Um, but it's something that the Lord did. You know, Jesus wept. We all know that one scripture, right? <laughs> Jesus wept. Yeah. He secluded himself. He had to. Mm-hmm. He was bummed. Um, if you've lost a family member, you know, a parent, friend, sibling, whatever it might be, Jesus went off, went off to lean on God's strength because it was overwhelming to him. Mm-hmm. Right? He was human too. We have to remember that we are weak, but God is still strong. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah. That's good news. So whatever, whatever might come up, hey, you are weak and it's okay. Not reason to be a pansy. Yes? Mm-hmm. Right? Jaden, you hear that? Don't be a pansy? Cool. Yeah? No smile? Good. All right. Um, we are weak. It's not an excuse to be a pansy, but the Lord's strong. Mm-hmm. Cool? Mm-hmm. I get it. Things come up. But Jesus went and leaned on the Lord in his strength and mourning of his best friend, so we should do the same. Mm-hmm. Right? But what did Jesus do? He came back down and got worked, got back to work again. Mm-hmm. Right? He didn't yeah. stay there. He didn't stay in his morning. Mm-hmm. He got the Lord's strength. Boom. Okay, I'm good. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number four um, of Jesus went and secluded himself was uh, pressure of popularity. Jesus was getting pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Hard not to get pretty popular when you're Jesus and when you're healing lepers and raising people from the dead and doing never you want, right? Um, That is in uh, Matthew 14, uh, verse 23. Um, And uh, Jesus showed that we have to recharge ourselves um, so that he wouldn't become prideful himself. We have to do the same so we do not become prideful ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? I'm sorry, but you're not the one who healed that person. Mm -hmm. The Lord is. You're not the one who had that incredible prophetic word. The Lord had it. Cool? Yeah. We can only remember that when we spend time with the Lord and how good He is. If I don't do that, I'm always going to get sucked in of how great I am. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, we have to recharge ourselves. You know, that whole entire, you know, Blake loves to talk about where the cup and you, you have to overflow. Right? Mm-hmm. He's pouring into us so that we can overflow. Right? If we're just pouring out of this empty cup, I don't want to drink any of that water, right? I don't want to drink any of that water because it's bad water or it's counterfeit water. Yeah. Yes, fake water. I don't like fake water unless it's Dr. Pepper. It's got water in it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, there's, a, there's a reason this verse says love your neighbor as yourself. It says yourself, Right? Mm-hmm. You have to take care of yourself so that you can take care of people around you, right? Mm-hmm. It's this whole concept of when we talked about um, the, a couple, uh, when was that, a couple weeks ago, last month, maybe? I don't know. It's that whole concept of um, uh, I, if, I, uh, if I, the husband, take care of myself, I'm going to be more likely to take care of my bride. Jesus took care of himself so that he could take better care of his bride, right? Mm -hmm. The church. Cool. Um, Number five. I know I'm listing these things off, but I hope you're grabbing something from them. Number five is uh, significant events. Somebody turn to Matthew 17, uh, verse 1 through 3. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Who's got it? 17 verse 1 through 3. Yeah, read it. 
thought you were there. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. days Jesus took with him Peter and James and John his brother and led them up to a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Behold, there appeared to be Moses and Elijah talking with him. So significant event, yes? Yeah. Uh, the transfiguration, if you don't know much about it, read uh, Matthew 17. Uh, it's about this significant event. <laughs> I won't get too in too much into it, so I don't get too excited and then want to preach on that the rest of the night. <laughs> um <laughs> Pretty good song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got a we got a um, at the end of the day we have to focus on the Lord so that we don't get again caught up in these significant events, right? There's going to be these big events that happen in your life, right? Big encounters that happen in your life. But if you don't spend time with the Lord, you're never going to understand what has happening right in front of your eyes. And you're always going to feel like you're asking for more. You good? Adios. See you, dude. Okay. Um, number six. Before facing death, Jesus went and spent time with the Lord alone. Right? Jesus knew what was ahead of him. Sometimes we know it's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. And we have to spend time with the Lord before those moments. So, mm-hmm. again, we don't lose sight. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if the Lord's ever going to ask you to sacrifice yourself for Him. I don't know. He might, though. Mm-hmm. But you better make sure that you're spending time with Him before so that you don't back out. Yeah. Right? We have to remember when Jesus went to that garden before he was be, uh, going to um, be crucified, he asked the Lord, is there any other way? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. May this pass for me or something like that. Yes. Which is really cool because he spent time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, we can still ask the Lord. Like, hey, Lord, I don't know if I want to walk into this. Mm-hmm. I know it's in front of me. I'm not sure. Uh, right? Yeah. But if we stay focused on the Lord, then it doesn't matter what we have to say. Mm-hmm. We stay. But if it's your will, I'm in. Yeah. Right? No matter what. No matter. Cool? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, God loves us. Heck yeah. He loves you. And he wants to spend time with you. He wants to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. He's your friend. He's your father. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Amazing. Um, I'm going to read this real quick. Matthew 14, 23 through um, 22, 33. Fourteen twenty-three through 33. It reads, um, And after he dismissed the crowds, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there, alo- uh, uh, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way away from the land. The disciples went, you know, before him on a boat. And I don't know why. Beating, getting beaten up by the waves of the wind was against them. And in, the, uh, and in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. Jesus came to them walking on the water. Yes? And then 26 says, But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke, saying, Take heart. It's me. Don't be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And and he started to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand, took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. You understand where I'm about to go with this, yes? 
Jesus came down from a mountain after he spent time alone with the Lord. And what happened? This. Um, I don't know about you guys. I've never walked on water. Jesus was walking on water. If you want to do the miraculous, if you want to do the work of the Lord, you have to get alone with him. Yes? Yes. Jesus was fully human too. Do we acknowledge that tonight? He was fully human. He was also fully God. But hey, let's focus on this for a second. He was fully human. He is the perfect model of what we have access into. Right? Mm-hmm. Cool. He can walk on water. But Jesus said before he left, you're going to do greater things than me. Right? That's in the Bible. Okay? So what I'm trying to get at here is if you want to do incredible things with the Lord, you have to get alone with him. Right? See you, dude. He came down from the mountain, did something amazing every single time, to the point where the disciples said, all right, you got to teach us how to pray. you got to teach us. you got to teach us how to commune with the Lord, the Father. You have to teach us because we want to do that. <laughs> right? Well, I want that. I don't know about you guys. I want that. The only way we're going to step into that is if we spend time with the Lord. Right? Right. That stuff didn't die. It's not dead. Everybody should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't die. It's still active and alive. If you want to operate in that, Jesus operated in it, so therefore you should want to. Jesus was spending time with the Lord and missed his departure, but he came walking on water while the guys were getting tossed to and fro on this boat. Cool? Uh, What time is it? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock? Okay. Um, When you get home tonight, or when when you want to make time for the Lord... Read 1 Kings 11 through 13. It's all about this story where a man goes on top of a mountain and all these different things happen. Fire, earthquake. Chapter 11 through chapter 13. Yes. Yep. Fire, wind, earthquake. All of these things happened, right? But then all of them stopped. It got really silent and the Lord showed up in a whisper. Am I saying that the Lord always shows up in a whisper? No, I'm not saying that. But if I want to hear the Lord's voice, I'm going to study every single time that He spoke. (laughs) Right? He spoke in a whisper, in the silence. Yeah, great. There was chaos going all around Him. Wind, earthquake, fire, all on a mountain. And then all of it stops, and the Lord comes in a whisper. You see, if we position ourselves and routinely spend time with the Lord in in quiet, we will be rewarded. He will speak to us. Um, can I be real with you guys for a second? Yeah. Uh, the Lord does not only speak in visions. Mm. Yeah. That's not all He does. And that's not the only way he speaks to you. Mm -hmm. He speaks to you audibly too. He speaks to you through other people. He speaks to you in sentences. If you've ever read Isaiah, he speaks to you in paragraphs. Mm -hmm. He speaks to you in essays. And you better be attentive. Mm -hmm. But hey, they could only have that because they've really listened to the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. There is not a starter's program for listening to the Lord and it comes in visions. No. And if you only allow the Lord to operate in giving you visions, because, you know, it's what's happening right now at the home. We're limiting the Lord. 
I always talk about don't put the Lord in a box. Right? Mm -hmm. He only speaks to me in visions. No, he doesn't. That's wrong. That's false. Mm -hmm. You're leading me astray if you say that to me. That makes sense? Yeah. Take him out of the box. Say, all right, Lord, I'm done with the visions. I want sentences. Yeah. Right? That's the way it goes. The Lord gives me, gives me a sentence every single year of what I'm supposed to do this year. Right? That's the way it goes. And if I limit him to just giving me a sentence every single year, I'm going to put him in a box. And I will, I will miss the next sentence or the next sentence and the next sentence. He speaks however he wants. Okay? He's not just... He's not just a guy who gives you dreams. He's not just a guy who gives you movies. You know, he's not. He's a God that speaks. Right? Does this make sense? Yes. Okay? Just addressing something. That's all. Being real. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Right? You can't call me a liar because I'm telling you the truth. Cool? Yeah, cool. Okay? So, if we... Spend more time with the Lord, not because it's what we're supposed to do, but because we want to. Mm -hmm. He will reward us. Mm -hmm. Because if we seek, we find. Mm -hmm. And He rewards those who diligently seek Him. him. Yeah, He does. If you want to be entrusted with more, do it. Right? Mm -hmm. Pretty simple. If you want the Lord to move more in your life, spend time with Him. If you don't, don't spend time with him. (laughs) Okay? And then just keep your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Um, I'm not doing that. This week, I want to challenge you. Okay? There's another thing that I told you I didn't want to do. Yeah, well, actually, I, I, I do want to do it. And I, I want to retitle it. Um, I, I wrote down six benefits of being in silence with the Lord. I don't like that. Sounds like I'm selling you something. Um, but you guys get my heart, yeah? Yeah. I'm not selling you guys anything. I'm just trying to lead you in the right direction. Cool. Um, the first one is you'll gain strength from the Lord. Just like Psalms um, 37, 39, um, 37, 39 says, I don't know about you, but when troubles come, I need strength. And I need strength in the Lord. Right? I can get myself through some things. You know, I've got a lot of willpower. But I'd rather have him on my side. Because yeah. he'll, he'll help me out better. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, quiet makes the, makes the Lord's voice clear. It does. Um, yeah, you could argue with me. But I'm right. Um, it makes it clear. It makes his voice clear. If you are struggling to determine, is that the Lord or is that me or is that something else? Get alone, quiet with him, because then you'll hear his voice. Yes? Mm-hmm. Tune your ears to hear his voice. And then in every season, you'll be ready to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Instead of just guessing. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of guessing. I'm sick, I've been sick of... Hearing, I don't know if this is from the Lord, but I've already had that rant with you guys. But um, the third thing, um, it helps build intimacy with the Lord. Duh. Hey, if I'm spending quiet time with the Lord and I'm being quiet with the Lord and I'm I'm sitting in silence with him, uh, I'm going to be a little bit more intimate with him. Right? Our commitment to God is reflected by our intimate, our intimacy with God, and vice versa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Revelation three twenty touches on that. Um, number four, we will gain trust in Him. We will. Mm-hmm. You'll trust Him a little bit more. The more time we spend with Him, 
the more we will lean on him. The more time I spend with Madison, the more I'm going to lean on her. Why? Because it's a relationship. Again, yes? So if I do that same thing with the Lord, I'm going to lean on him also. Right? Okay, good. Um, Number five, spiritual restoration. If I can get a little fancy with you. Yeah? Spiritual restoration. Yes? Which means in life we get batted battered, bruised, kicked, knocked down, but God restores. Yes? Everything around us will kick the poop out of us. Yes? Mm -hmm. But hey, He's a restorer. He brings beauty from ashes. Mm -hmm. Yes? He doesn't just do things halfway. He makes all things new. Um, And last one is um, we'll develop a deeper relationship with the Lord. Okay? Setting aside time for him means a lot to God. Just like if you set aside time for me, it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's valued to me. It means a lot to me. Especially with your busy schedule. Right? If you're making time for me, that makes, a, makes me feel better. Right? Yeah. Same thing. In my busy schedule, I value you to make time for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that cool? Yeah. We have to position ourselves to hear and grow deeper with the Lord. But we can only do that by spending time with Him. And we can only do that by spiritual rest. Just to tie it all back up with a beautiful bow. Rest only comes from Him. If you're tired, you're not spending enough time with the Lord. Game, set, and match. Right? Mm -hmm. That means you're trying to pump on your own strength and... Sorry, it will always run out, right? Just like I can't sprint the whole entire time in Grand Theft Auto because I get tired. I can't sprint the entire time in NBA 2K19 or else I'll get tired and I won't do as well, right? Same thing in this life. We cannot run on our own strength the entire time because we won't do as well. But instead, the Lord gives us strength. He gives us rest so that we can face the day. Yes? Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys understand this? Yes. Yeah. Rest is not something that we get from sleep. It's from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest is something that only exclusively comes from the Lord. Don't get me wrong. I love sleep. Right? And I, I do need it because I'm still human. But if I'm relying on, okay, I need 10 hours of sleep so I can be rested, you're looking at life wrong. Mm. No, you need more time with the Lord so you can be rested. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yep. I don't know about you, I could, be, I could stay up for 40 hours. I'll just throw out a number. I could stay up for 40 hours straight. But if I'm spending time with the Lord, intentional time with the Lord, I'm not going to have as short of a fuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not going to burn out. Right? Yeah. It's like what I said earlier. Dead things snap, break, and get fragile. You feel yourself getting offended a lot, getting frustrated a lot, getting angry really fast, switching something that shouldn't be done in you. You're probably not spending enough rest with the Lord. Probably not spending enough time with the Lord. If I snap, I'm not spending enough time with the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. That's not the Lord's character in me for me to snap and be quick to anger. He says, no, be slow to anger, quick to listen. Slow to speak. Mm. Right? That's what he says. Okay? Mm -hmm. I want to give you an application point. I don't always do this. I usually let you determine your own application point. But I'm kind of... I I want you to do this one. Cool? Mm -hmm. For this next week. um, I want you to open up to your Bible. Whatever it might be. You know, uh, Psalms, Acts, Proverbs, Hebrews... Whatever it might be, okay? Read a little, pray a little, and then listen. Mm-hmm. Not five minutes, 30 minutes. Okay? Just try for 30 minutes every single day. And I guarantee a night like this will shift completely. And I'm banking on it. Can you say it again? Yeah. Read a little, then pray, then listen Listen. for 30 minutes 
or whatever the Lord puts on your heart. And you know, I don't have divine say over your intimacy with the Lord, but don't make it less than 30. Okay. He deserves more than that, right? He deserves obviously more than 30. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and then just listen and see what the Lord lays on your heart. Write it down, date it, write it down day after day. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> Just to challenge you guys, I don't leave my quiet time until I have something that the Lord spoke to me. I don't. I don't leave. I don't leave that place with Him. Right? Some of you guys know how my quiet time works. I don't leave that place until He speaks to me. Because I know He will. And I know he wants to. And he wants to do the same in your life. Yes? Mm -hmm. So just listen to what the Lord lays on your heart. Lift up questions to him, concerns to him in the quiet. And make sure to listen. And I guarantee you'll be way better rested. That makes sense? Yeah. Everything that I said makes sense. Any yeah. questions? Any concerns with what, anything that I said? At the rest comes from the morning, not like M O U R, yeah, but in the morning, first thing, right? We've talked about this concept of first fruits before. Yes, first fruits are the best fruits, they're the most ripe, they're great, they're the yummiest. And there's something to celebrate over. We have to be spending time with the Lord in the morning, first thing, or else our entire day will be off. And our entire day will be quick to anger, slow to listen, and quick to speak. Opposite of what Scripture says, correct? Mm -hmm. When we say first fruits, we say, Lord, I want you to instill in me fruits of the Spirit so I have self-control, I have peace, Patience and kindness. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. First fruits is huge when it comes to this. Has to be in the morning or else you're screwed. Or else, I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but you're, if I can use this word stymieing what the Lord could do in your life if you're spending time with Him at night exclusively. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, I've got more time at night. And it makes it easier to spend time with the Lord. I don't have much time in the morning, which means it's way more valuable to him, which, way, which means it's way more valuable to me, which means I have to go out of my way. Right? Mm -hmm. Cool? I guarantee the Lord will speak to you. If he doesn't, it's something you're doing wrong. Just know that. Don't get frustrated with him because you're doing something wrong. Okay? He wants to speak to his children. He's a good father. He's so good. He's so good. And he, he loves you. Straight up. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. If he's not speaking to you, you're doing something wrong. And if you're trying to dig deep for what he's speaking to you, you're still doing something wrong. It should be obvious. Because yeah. it's God. It's not like a genie. Yeah. Right? He's God. You're going to know when he's speaking. Because mm -hmm. it cuts deeper than anything, than any sword deeper than marrow. It cuts deep to the soul. Yes? Okay? Mm -hmm. That's. I almost said the verse. I was close to the verse, right? Sharper than any two-edged sword, deeper than... I was close. <laughs> you just got a little bit of a different translation there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, let me pray for you and we'll break. Cool? Lord, just thank you. Thank you that we can turn to you for a divine and supernatural rest. And we don't have to look anywhere else. We don't have to try to um, conjure up anything on our own. We don't have to try to go for our own manifestations of kindness or anything of your kind of fruits of spirit and operate and counterfeit um, fruits of the spirit. But we can look towards you, Lord, and have all of them and eat of all of them day in and day out. 
And Lord, would this not just be for us? Would this also be for our relationship, Lord? Lord, would you just pour out rest so that we can magnify you more and more? So it could be talked about and could be magnified everywhere that we walk. Every place that we walk, Lord. That we wouldn't just be missionaries, but we would be a missionary field. That we would walk as we are walking into a field that is for you, Lord. That we're dedicating to you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you do. And Lord, would you instill on our hearts. Lord, would you be our alarm clock in the morning to wake us up when it's time to spend time with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you for who you are, Lord. Praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.